Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Project We podcast for this week. Uh, just a quick announcement before we do start. Katie unfortunately recorded with the wrong mic, so it does sound like she's either in a toilet or in like a, a fishbowl. A lot of echoing going on and we do apologize for that. We've made sure that the next episode onwards is using the correct equipment. So it's just this one episode where she sounds a bit all over the place and uh, we do once again apologize for that. But uh, if we could just ask for your understanding and uh, yeah, here's the episode. Enjoy. I'm Alex. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to the Project Weeb podcast. How have you been this one week, Katie, where I think last episode you said you were kind of keen for this one because you wanted something to watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. So because I don't have any animes to watch this week, I've been very productive in pursuing two things. Okay. One is the graphic novel of Brad and Sanderson. So oh, yeah. I've made great progress into the second book. Oh. And the other one is definitely Breath of the Wild. So I'm still playing that game. And recently I've just downloaded Civilization Six. So I'm jam-packed. Oh, I have a that's... lot going on right now. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of stuff to do. Brandon Sanderson, one of my favorite authors. I'm actually the one that recommended that to you as well. So. I know, I know. And uh, it's really good. I think I've recently got into the graphic novel um, mm-hmm. and it just helps to push things along. So when I'm, say, like cooking or cleaning, I can turn the graphic novel on and at least I could, you know, progress with the story as opposed yeah. to always having to find time to sit down and read a book. Yeah, the podcasts or like audiobooks, graphic audio as well, they're really good at utilizing or efficiently utilizing your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It feels like you get so much done with yeah. listening to the story or podcast or whatever, and then also getting like housework done. <laughs> but you know what? The best combo is when you like listen to the audiobook and then you have to go back to the book and just read it again. Because then some names oh. and places and some words, especially when you read an epic fantasy novel like mm-hmm. Brandon Sanderson's work, yeah, I think it's important to sort of, learn the spelling of certain things because if you just hear it you kind of go oh what was that but yeah if you go back to the books it it just helps you understand it a little bit better and vice versa as well sometimes i find that you read the book first and then you listen to graphic novel you're like oh that's how the scene played out so yeah Mm. both are good yeah this is uh this is something i unfortunately I guess I only recently kind of experienced with the latest book he released, uh, not through the Kickstarter. So uh, it's a Mistborn book, if anyone does know Brandon Sanderson. But that was one book where I had the book and then the graphic audio at almost the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas everything else I had read a lot and then listened to. Listened to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when you read the book and then went back into it, with the graphic novel version, uh, what was your feedback on that? Uh, ooh, all right. This is for the producers of graphic audio. Listen up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Lock> yourself. <laughs> yeah. What, what feedback do I have? I mean, sometimes it felt like voices were not done the greatest. Like sometimes you hear like some acting and it's like, oh, it's a really small scene, but um, they kind of maybe should have done a few more takes. Oh, yeah, and besides that, 
I mean, this isn't really feedback. Like, you kind of wish that the voice actors would be the same in some in some versions, but they're not. They change every like、uh, the narrator changes,、oh, okay. and you're like, you you can't do anything about it because you know how long has it taken for like the first book to take out compared to the most recent book? You know. Ah,、uh, yes, that is true. That is true. Never thought about it that way. Yeah, so it's it's not like something they can really do much about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's unfortunate that sometimes you hear that and it, it kind of breaks you for a bit. But then you just get used to it. Like there's some characters that had voice changes, and then I just kind of adapted to it, and I'm fine with listening to both voices for one character sometimes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just I think something you kind of just got to get over it. <laughs> something that、um, sometimes bothers me is the balance between music or sound effects versus the actual voice. Sometimes、mm. the music or the sound effect could get quite loud, and it's、okay. like it's disrupting me, like actually hearing the narrative. Narrative. So yeah, yeah okay. Can I can I say something about that? Yeah. What? Sorry. Um. So I'm a. Bit, so yeah. This just once again solidifies how bad my ears are. I did not notice that. Oh. But then I saw a lot of people online talking about how the person that was doing the mastering or the leveling for like the earlier books or for Brandon Sanderson or even just graphic audio,、uh, they messed up on that and they're like, "It's too loud. I can't hear anything. I can't hear the narrator or the talking." And I'm like, "What the hell? I didn't notice that at all." But maybe it's because I read the books so much for what I like the titles I bought from graphic audio. I knew what they were saying. You know, <laughs> I think it might be that because now they've got a new、really? person, and then the the leveling is a lot better apparently. Well, because for example, it's like two people talking, and the background noise is them walking on like gravel, and you just hear <laughs> the whole time,、mm-hmm. and barely could hear the actual dialogue between the both. Then that you couldn't even notice that. <laughs> What? I, I mean, I hear it, and I know it's gravel noise, so I know like what the gravel noise <laughs> is, and I just but then you. Like so, I have the opposite thing in real life. You know, when you're in a place with like friends or like family or whatever, and you're just like in a group talking, but then there's a lot of background noise. Yep, yep, yep. I can't. Can you tune them out? I can't tune that out. You can't tune that out. Okay. Yeah, but I can tune it out in graphic no-、uh, audio. Oh wow! What a inconvenient trait. Like it's, it's really weird.、So, but then, how come? What? Why can't you tune out the graphic audio part? Because that doesn't make sense to me now. <laughs> well, even in real life, I find it really hard to tune out from conversations around me. Because, as you know,、mm-hmm. I'm in the well. You are an introvert too, so I think introverts are generally very sensitive to sound and noise in general. Mm, so、okay. like, when I'm in a very busy environment, I actually get a bit overwhelmed.、Um, so if I'm trying to talk to you, say like we're in a restaurant, I'm trying to talk to you, and there's many tables around us that are also having conversations, I might get distracted, and I might actually just like be overhearing someone else's conversation and just be like, "Wow, this is this is too loud. Like, let's go somewhere quiet." So oftentimes, I would not go back to a restaurant because it's too loud. Okay, that. So I think I'm consistent. Like I hear noises、uh, easily, and、uh, I get distracted. So you can't tune things out then. I find it hard to tune things out. Yeah. So yeah. even if I'm like on the train, right, and then because because usually when I hear Mandarin speakers around me, I automatically listen. Like I can't help myself, but I like 
I just, <laughs> you, I just hear their conversations. Eavesdrop. I can't tune it out. I, yeah, but like By default. Your default <laughs> mode is to eavesdrop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Noise cancelling earphones, um, they're they're a lifesaver. I always have my mm. earphones. <laughs> Okay. Hey, this is something weird about noise cancelling earphones now. We're going on a few tangents today, but I, I don't know if this is like a weird thing to think, but I kind of, yeah, I kind yeah. of feel like I'm putting myself in danger when I put on my noise cancelling earphones. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So as in if you're crossing a road, you might not hear a truck or something. But not even that, just like walking, you know? Huh, really? And then, like, imagine, like, something happens and people are, like, yelling and, like, holy shit, like, get out of here. And you're just, like, fucking strolling along, you know, because you don't see it. Like, your back's turned to it and you've got right. noise cancelling on. And, like, par- I'm just, like, a bit paranoid, paranoid about that, you know? Okay. Do, do you ever get that thought? I don't. So, I do get that thought Um, only when I'm cycling and then I put on noise cancelling because I realise that if I'm cycling, I'm on. definitely going... Um, you know, faster than usual. And yeah. if I crash or something, like I need to be alert because I'm doing an activity that requires me to be alert. But if I'm just walking or like I'm on the train or I'm like waiting for the train at the station, I don't feel that I am in danger at all. If anything, I want to quickly be in my little bubble and just be, yeah, like I just want to be away from real life which is not good but i tend to want to be in that mode yeah i don't know i don't know if it's just a me thing maybe some other people think about that as well with noise cancelling i still use it every now and then Mm -mm -mm. but i'm very cautious of my i I become more cautious of my surroundings when i have Mm -hmm. it in or yeah or i just um i'd rather just like have the noise come through and blast the music yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like that too. Sometimes I want to be a little bit more in one with the nature and then I mm-hmm. would take a walk, but then I would let the noise come through and then listen to the sound of my footsteps as well as music. Listen to the sound of your footsteps. Yeah. That's a uh, something that sounds very soothing. I don't know if I notice what my footsteps sound like. <laughs> See, like I said, I notice noises. I can't believe you don't. But yeah, go take a walk and then listen to the sound of your footsteps. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't work, walk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't go for walks. Do you get a sense of achievement when you go for a walk? Like, why do you go for walks? Absolutely. I have a lot of things that I do on a daily basis and they all give me a sense of achievement. So I try to do a bit of yoga. I go walking, go to the gym three times a week. I also write in my journal every day. I try to do mm. a bit of reading every day. And if I could fit in meditation, that would be great. So I think, yes, I do get a sense of achievement if I can get through all of that. Um, on the flip side, I also feel a bit guilty if I don't achieve many mm. of that list. Yeah, I so see. it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, because I think, I think I don't have a sense of achievement. I don't know if that's a thing. At all. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually a thing or not, but I don't I don't have a sense of achievement. I don't feel like I've been doing like home workouts recently and then I finish it and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like I'm like, thank yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just like, thank God I'm done. And then even in like, I love gaming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I have friends that game as well, and they really love getting achievements in games. So, like, when you right. complete a certain task, this little right. like pop up will come in and like, "Hey, you've completed this achievement that like the game designers have set for you. Your friends yeah, can see yeah, it yeah. and stuff." And like, some people get like a, a like a little hit of, um, I almost said a hit of estrogen, like estrogen <laughs> serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> Add the wrong, add the wrong, um, wrong chemical there. Um, <laughs> you just eventually become more feminine, but anyway, now nah, um, they get a hit of serotonin from getting the achievement. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't feel that. Like when I see the achievement, I'm like, all right, yeah, nice. Mm, okay, I feel like yeah. Then there's different types of people. Um, there are people that always try <laughs> to like go for the achievements and you could call them what high achievers or <laughs> ambitious people, right? Are you still thinking about the estrogen? <laughs> no, no, I'm laughing at the way you, you opened your reply. You're like, oh, there's a lot of different types of people. It sounded so corporate to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you just try to be very careful I mean, about what you say, you know? Long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> too many meetings. Um, but no. Um, so I think that yeah, there's different there's different people that want different things. Like for example, I don't know if this is you, right? Because it's not me. So so my husband. So he's mm-hmm. you know talking about him again when he reads um books, Brandon Sanderson's books. Mm-hmm. He would always finish a chapter. He'd be like, no, 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 wait, just I need. I'm almost there. He's like two pages there, and he will like flip back to the end of the chapter and go, I've got two more pages left. Let me just finish this before I do anything else. Right. So for him, I would say he's definitely a person that wants to like achieve that. But whereas for me, if I'm tired, I'd like put the book away. Like I'll stop. So like that for me, I think I'm quite low with achievements in that aspect. But I like productivity. So with me and my to-do list, I think that's more to do with me wanting to be productive. And um, similar to you as well, after my workout, I don't feel like, oh man, like I feel so good. It almost takes maybe like 24 hours for me to be like, oh, like I'm so glad I went and did the workout because I see the long-term gain. But immediately at that time, like obviously I would want to be doing something else instead. So Mm. yeah, it's like very slow gratification uh can i say something sure what the fuck you put a book down halfway through a chapter katie (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's insane you're a psychopath okay so i'm the lead one (laughs) yeah i don't feel a sense of achievement (laughs) yeah i guess because he wants to know what the ending is right so i mean it feels like yeah it feels like such a weird place to end like pause a story you know (laughs) But if I'm tired, I'll just stop. It's staying for like music and stuff like that. Or not music, like movies. If, I, if I'm if i in the middle of something and I'm just getting tired and I need to go to bed, it's 10.30. I'm like, All right, I'll just finish tomorrow. Like I don't feel the need to finish it. What? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I don't feel a sense of achievement by finishing the chapter. But You just want to know. It just feels like it's a very good place to like end you know mm, but then no because think about it this way right because usually at the end of the chapter it's like a cliffhanger and you're like oh man like i want to know what happened next and then it would put you in a position to want to read 
the following chapter. So I don't want to be there. I don't want to be on a cliffhanger. I just want to like, I want to create my own cliff. I want to hang wherever I want to hang. Like I don't <laughs> want to be at the cliff. I want to be midway. <laughs> it it feels like I'm... I'm... <laughs> This is what I'm imagining. Like, you're reading a book, and it's like, you turn the corner, and then the bank exploded, and you're like, I'm tired, and I'm going to go to sleep. And you just close the book at the bank exploding. <laughs> sometimes. You know what? Actually, sometimes I do do that. So, like, it would be a chill scene, and then what? all of a sudden, uh, something exciting is about to happen, and then I'm like, oh, no, 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 wait. It's getting too late. Like, I, I'm too tired. I'm not going to get into it. Like, if I read through it, I might not understand what happened. So I'll just close the book and go, all right, I'll deal with this tomorrow when I'm a little bit more awake. Mm. See, I, I'm just planning this out thoughtfully. I see. I mean, uh, I guess I could kind of understand. I mean, I can end, like, for example, if there's a bunch of chapters that are all very interesting like in a row mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think oh no i don't think i can put the book down yeah and then you don't sleep until like 3 a.m in the morning uh make that 6 a.m in the morning <laughs> Oof. wow when one of the i think the third stormlight book for brandon sanderson came out i wanted to finish the book so bad i read yeah. the last few chapters yeah. until like 6 a.m Wow. And then I woke up at 7 a.m. the next, uh, like, an hour later to go to work. Wow, that's crazy. I was dead. I have to say, though, because, like, on Thursday when I went into work, um, someone was holding the physical book of, I think it's Rhythm of War or whatever. Oh, nice. It's not the one that I'm reading. Anyways, he was holding it, and I was, like, so excited. I was, like, almost want to walk up to him and give him a fist bump. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> that's weird. So you should. Away. No, nah, you should. No, 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 you should have. No. <laughs> the guy would have fist bumped me back, man. He would have. Under- oh. He understands you. If he saw you holding the book as well, but I wasn't. I think that guy book. would have done it. I should have been. I should have been holding my book. But otherwise, I would have like turned my phone and be like, "Hey, look what I'm listening to." But that's really odd as well. So I, I remember. Just kind of, like, let it go. I remember seeing someone when I was living uh, in an apartment uh, somewhere uh, a few mm-hmm. years ago. Someone carrying the same book. Yeah. I want to be like, nice. Like, Brandon Sanderson, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he was a bit ahead of me, and then he entered the elevator. I'm like, damn. (laughs) I couldn't do it. Oh, okay. All right. Next time, next time I promise, I will go and fist bump that guy on the train. Yeah, 100% (laughs) he will love it. (laughs) But man, what a tangent this time. Holy crap. (laughs) We haven't even gone to the genre yet. So what is the genre for today? Oh, okay. Let's get on. Let's get on with work now. (laughs) (laughs) okay so today's genre uh i think i've gone for a more broader one this time Mm -hmm. uh it is called the sanin genre Uh, and sanin if i were to translate to english it means for like (laughs) mature men Uh, for chinese it would be (laughs) that's warm what what? Bro. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. It just means a mature person, yeah? Yeah, but born. So basically, if anything is categorized under that genre, then it's born. Oh, really? So so what is this genre in, in Japanese terms? Japanese terms, it's basically... You know how there's a shonen genre and then the yeah, shoujo yeah. genre? Mm, yeah, for, for little girls, yeah. Not little girls, they say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For younger girls. Okay, okay. This is the 
like adult, a more mature version for guys. So there's actually another version for mature women as well, or like older women called Jose. Mm, okay. And that one in Chinese is just called Yusen. So yeah, the oh, the naming okay. pattern doesn't really continue the same way, okay. but. Okay. Uh, yeah, these are basically manga that kind of have the like kind of shown any feel, but are uh-huh. more mature in their story sometimes. Uh, sometimes they're just targeted for mature men, but their story hasn't really matured with them. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'll be expecting out of these ones. Is there a lot of revealing clothing, or is there a lot of like deep? dark midlife prices activities so you've basically hit the nail twice on the head oh, uh, they, shit. okay both oh. both types of genre uh, titles are in this one genre sometimes you have stuff that is a bit more like horny <laughs> uh-huh. and then sometimes you have stuff which is more like kind of introspective or dark or a bit more meta if you know what that means. Uh-huh, okay. Like self-aware, I guess, is the word that, that kind of applies to that. Okay, okay. Yeah. I am keen for how bad these titles could be. Whoa. <laughs> okay. No, for me, I'm just saying like from a personal perspective, obviously uh. I am not a male and I am not at that age. So clearly I'm not into, you know, naked bodies and all of that. But uh Absolutely excited to see what they are into and uh, what this genre is trying to portray. Hey, it could be the dark stuff. You never know. I don't know. Why are you only thinking about the the naked girls and things? (laughs) All right. I'm going to open up the titles and have a look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey. Okay, sorry. I just saw a title that I'm really excited about. What the fuck? This is that. Okay, you're very excited. <laughs> I am. Okay, so I'm going to start reading the names out. So the first one is Monster Museum no Iru Nichijo. <laughs> Nichijo, I know. <laughs> what? Uh, the second one is One Punch Man. Exciting. And then third one is Dorohedoro. <laughs> Can you reread the first one? Monster. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Monster, <laughs> sorry. Okay, now I know why you're laughing. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. Monster, 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 I should have put maybe like a capital M for that second one so you'd read it more properly, but uh, no, I love that I didn't because Monster Museum no Iru Nichijou sounds like a banger title. Yeah, well. it sounds like a <laughs> mad title. <laughs> I'm going to like patent that. Yes. But uh, your second pronunciation of it was pretty good. I think Thank there was you. nothing wrong there. Uh, and then everything else, yeah. One Punch Man, Dodo Head at All, uh, just as is. So today, pretty mm-hmm. easy. And let's get on with the summaries. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Monster Musume no Iru Nichijou is mm-hmm. uh, about this world where specifically the country of Japan has allowed the integration of non-human species into society. Oh. So these mean like half, like kind of humanoid, but like they've got animal monster-like traits to them. Okay. 
so our main character called Kurusu has by accident gotten assigned to be a homestay carer for a Lamia called Mia. Do you know what a Lamia is? Mm-mm. So a Lamia is a fantasy creature that is like half snake, half human. Mm-hmm. So the top half of the human is still there, but then the bottom is like a snake. Oh, cool. Okay. And then yeah, usually the tongue is like a snake as well. Um, and all sorts of stuff. Anyway, from there, he is introduced to a variety of monster girls who seem to be very, very interested in him. However, sexual interactions between species is forbidden by the government and can only be thwarted by utilizing the experimental marriage provision. And so the story follows Kurusu and his harem of monster girls. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That is like someone's beige come true. Yeah, so monster musume. Musume means like girls. Yeah, girls. Okay. Like young adult girls, usually. And what is Nichijo? Isn't that like ordinary life? Yeah, so that's why we follow Kurusu and his harem of monster girls. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In his everyday life. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, when this series popped up, it was yeah. kind of funny because we did talk about how you love that really old anime called Love Hina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is basically it, except the girls are monsters, and oh. the girls are a lot more hornier as well. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to look this up on Google. Um, I think my impression of what monster looks like is very different from how this anime is trying to portray them, because I just see a bunch of really beautiful anime girls just different hair color so i guess that's their version of the monster no they should have like different traits and stuff like uh, i barely can tell if they just have different skin color and i mean like you know blue skin color not like you know different ways <laughs> i mean um yeah like different skin color different hair color they all look the same from the waist above wait 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 what no they wait waist up uh maybe but they should have like very specific differences like what you mean like boob size no no no, not boob size like like some of um like don't you see wings or anything uh sorry i'm pretty distracted by the hair so maybe they should be i'm so confused like i'm google searching oh, I do see well. wings. Yeah, yeah no, there should no, no, be no, like no. a I lot do, of. I do. Someone should be like half horse. There should be a centaur. Oh, in there. I see a horse. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yes. How did you miss all of this? <laughs> well, no, because it's like I'm looking at a close up picture of just pretty much like the heads. So I don't really see their, uh, what are they called? Like props. I don't even know what it's <laughs> called. Man, they do not look like monsters. Like, stop pretending that they are some sort of monsters because they're not. They just look like humans and they look like freaking Victoria's Secret models, right? They just, like, run, go on the walkway. They put on this fake pair of wings or, like, a costume. But really, they're just fucking human beings. Like, they don't look anything like monsters. They don't look scary. They look very attractive. They look very horny. And they all have really big boobs. So, that's Do you great. see the spider girl then? I do not see a spider girl. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Where's the spider girl? No, there's no spider girl. What? I- I'm so confused. Are you looking at the same thing? Oh, as me? okay. Like... I see. I see the spider girl. Okay, but do you see how she's like not a monster from the waist up? Yeah, they're all not a monster from the waist up. How convenient. Because they're all monster girls. Like they're not. They're not. Female monsters, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like monster uh, girls. 
Can I ask? So in this, um, do they have sex after marriage? I don't or- know. I haven't seen this. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen this? Okay. Because if it's just like a bunch of girls and guy doing above the waist stuff, that is a bit... <laughs> I think it gets a bit more risque than that, but okay. yeah, I don't think we okay. see the explicit shit. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, after punchline, I think I'm like pretty done with one guy and five girls storyline. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. All right, you're letting us know right off the bat. Anyway, okay, we'll come to the next title then. <laughs> all right, One Punch Man. One Punch Man uh, follows an Earth that has become ridden with actual monsters this time. <laughs> Uh, who are a threat to society and humanity. They they kill a lot of humans, they destroy buildings, so, you know, a real menace. However, uh, a hero comes to save the day by literally one-punching every monster and causing it to burst into <laughs> blood, guts, and bones. Uh, his name is Saitama, uh, a hobbyist hero. Okay. That's it. Um, this <laughs> always sees this bold guy. Is that him? That's him. That's Saitama. The okay. hobbyist hero. Hero so, as a hobby. So this bold guy, he looks really funny. He looks like a joke, if I'm really honest. Mm-hmm. You know how in anime, like, for example, Full Metal Alchemist, okay. and when our main character does something funny, he turns into this little character, this little, like, yep. simplified version of a character. Mm-hmm. This is what the main character looks like. It's like he's really not the same style of drawing as the rest of the monsters. Okay. Is that how he is in the anime or is this just like a funny way that I'm seeing? Uh, he switches in between. Like sometimes he looks like what you're seeing right now and sometimes he looks uh-huh. very like serious. And One Punch Man is a very meta story. What does that mean? So it basically, it's kind of like a self-aware story. And it's a self-aware story about the superhero genre. So, like, it pokes fun at the superhero genre, but then it also has, like, things about, like, very deep <laughs> philosophical things about the hero genre as well. Okay. But then also, when, yeah, just funny stuff. When was this made? One Punch Man? Oh, uh, whoa. When was it made? It was made a while. Season 2 came out, I think, maybe, like, two three wait i'm gonna include COVID as well maybe four years ago and then mm. season one came out in like 2015 maybe the reason oh, no. i asked is because i have definitely heard of one punch man it's um a very popular anime mm-hmm. um and i wonder why that is the case is it because mm. it's funny is it similar to would you say full metal alchemist like what is something that is the reason that made this so popular. I can't tell you that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go watch that myself. Yeah, like you're only specific the title based off the summary and pictures. I can't like Damn it. Yeah, give you anything else. I shouldn't be telling you what I've watched or not watched either because it seems True like you want to watch stuff that I haven't watched. <laughs> no, 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 not always, not always. Um, Okay, fine. Final question about One Punch Man. Why is this not Shonen? Why is this not Shonen? Uh, so it is, it's a lot more deep than typically with Sanin, either it's extremely horny or it's kind of <laughs> like, once again, introspective or uh, gritty or dark. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And One Punch Man is it's a bit gritty because you see a lot of blood and guts and like bones and shit flying around. Oh, okay. Uh, and then also it kind of gets a bit deep into the main themes it's trying to tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sounds cool. So, yeah, um, with One Punch Man, for those that haven't seen it, it's just this one bald guy and he's <laughs> trying to save the world, I think. It seems. In a cape. He's got a cape and a superhero a costume. I... Yep. And a very ugly superhero costume as well. <laughs> like yellow and red. Kind of like the Chinese flag. Um, Anyways, so Whoa, please don't shut us down, Trader (laughs) Look, I'm not into that superhero thing It just reminds me of like Dragon Ball Z But but with a different guy Don't you reckon? Is that a fair way of describing it? (laughs) So I think on a very service level, yes From what what you've been provided Yeah, from what you've been provided It would seem that way Okay Okay, next title, Doro Hedoro. So this story is about a kind of like post-apocalyptic slash slum-like world mm-hmm. where magic users run free. But also because it's a slum, there is a lot of murder, human experiment, uh, yeah, human experiments and like crime that occurs on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. We follow a man called Kaiman, so K-A-I-M-A-N, who wakes up with only nightmares as memories. And finds that he has been transformed into a reptile human who is now also impervious to magic. With his female companion, Nikaido, they go on a quest to hunt down magic users and break the curse that has been laid upon him. And that's it. Lizard man. Yeah. Uh, lizard reptile man. Um, okay, so I'm on Google. And ooh, this one looks a little bit more like cyberpunk genre. Yeah, post-apocalyptic, slum-like-ish. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Dark, uh, these so-called monsters are a little bit more spiky. Spiky Spiky? than usual. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Whether it's the costume or the teeth of the lizard man, it also looks or appears to be a bit dated. Is this the oldest one out of the three? Uh, and the style of manga is a little bit dated. Of the manga? Uh, maybe? Or the drawing style, yeah. Do you mean for the anime or for the manga? I'm confused now. Well, from what I can see, the it would be like a coloured picture. So I'll say it's the anime, yeah. right? But yeah, it does look a little bit dated. Like it has that sort of old anime style where people are a little bit slimmer. It's not as like high def. Um, yeah. Really slimmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's because I haven't seen anime of this genre. I tend to not pick the darker ones, right? Oh, you know what? This reminds me like Overlord style. Okay, <laughs> it's a bit grittier. So they both go for like a bit of a grim like uh-huh. outlook on the world. So you might be getting that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why you mean slim, because like the it feels like they're more buff than slim. They are buff and slim. They are tall and buff. How about that? Yeah, maybe. But if you're feeling a bit of like weirdness with the drawing, it might be because it's um 3D. As opposed to what? 2D? Yep. I mean I can't go <laughs> higher than 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and one wait, D doesn't mean anything. Hold on, <laughs> wait, but 
anime isn't they're, they're all 3D, aren't they? So we've previously talked about how like they use like 3D in some parts for anime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like if you draw something, it's 2D, yeah? Yes. But if you add shadows, then it's 3D. No, 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 no. no. That's just a, that's just perspective. <laughs> that's just perspective, Katie. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. It's still 2D. However, you can make it entirely out of 3D. So this is like computer generated 3D. Yeah? <laughs> Does that make sense? Like you know, you know um Pixar stuff? Yeah. That's like 3D 3D. Oh, wow. Because it's been like rendered in a computer. Mm-hmm. Like similar to this. But then anime that's actually hand drawn, which is like the older Disney stuff like oh. Beauty and the Beast or like, they utilize 3D concepts in it, like the ballroom dancing scene in Beauty and the Beast. Yep. That uses a 3D camera in a 3D environment with, like, 2D overlay, okay. if that makes any okay. sense. Like, I'm getting a bit technical there. But this is, like, entirely 3D. So this is, like, Pixar stuff. I think it's because I haven't clicked into the pictures that I'm looking at the little little ones. And now that I'm clicking into the bigger picture, I can tell that the graphics actually pretty good. The quality is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so now oh, yeah. that I've clicked into the picture, it yeah, it looks pretty pretty well done. So I'll take that out. I think it is because it's like a bit gritty that I thought it was um, a while back. But yeah, now okay. looking at it, looks like it's pretty good quality. Yeah, it is definitely the grittiest out of the three titles that uh-huh. were listed, but yeah. I feel like oh, I feel like if I watch this, I get nightmares. It's pretty scary stuff. I don't think it's like, Nightmare, like it's not horror scary. It's more like yeah, gritty. Yeah, it reminds me of Gotham. Is it Gotham? Gotham City. The the drama series. Uh, just no, the city itself. Just the city itself. <laughs> yeah. You've been. <laughs> <laughs> like what frame of reference? <laughs> what what frame of reference are you saying that in? <laughs> oh, like the uh, movies. Yeah, the movie. Like, okay, uh, I think. Like the Dark Knight, yeah, the Dark Knight Rises, all that kind of stuff, yeah? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. All right. Okay, so I think all three titles are pretty bad for, <laughs> for me. As in, like, these are not titles that I am, that, that I would go and, and, you know, watch out of my own interest. Okay. Um, But, you know, nothing ever goes as smoothly, so it's okay. That's that's life. Yeah. Um, I would pick the one that I am interested to watch because of all the hype around it. Okay. Therefore, uh, my pick is One Punch Man. That's, yeah. I think, a win still because okay. it just shows how anime's prevailed into, like, just everywhere. Like, you know about One Punch Man, yeah? Even though you don't watch I anime. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have heard of One Punch Man. I- I've seen this bold guy around I think I've laughed at it a couple of times. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, don't I know. think there was a period where Japan had a lot of, like, advertising for One Punch, one punch Mine as well. One Punch Mine. Yeah, One Punch Mine. You, He's Jamaican now. Anyway. How do you say it? How do you, how do you say it? How does the Japanese say it? Uh, ja- uh, Japanese? It's um, yeah. One Punch Mine. Oh, it's pun. Yeah. Like one Bread Man. Yeah, they just basically shortened punch. You can do that. You can... <laughs> Once again, Japan shortens a lot of things. I've told you this. Oh. And so they just, one pun, it means one punch. You know what's funny? Um, dude, it has like 2 million scores on my anime list. Oh, you're looking that up? Whoa, hey. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you've selected it already, so it's all right. Hopefully yeah, you didn't yeah, select yeah. it before. No, I didn't. I only just saw it now. It's actually popularity number four. Holy shit. Then what's number one? Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> no. Really? Yep. Oh, how do I check? I don't want to see the rank. There's a period where Oshinoko was first, and then it got pushed down again because Oshinoko there's actually a, um yeah. like a kind of war going on. Uh-huh. Or like a Between. continuous, uh, everlasting battle for top spot. Uh-huh. And the uh, Fullmetal Alchemist fandom is very, very diligent. <laughs> oh. How do I check? Oh, all I can see is top pairing. Okay, so something's with me. Oshinoko second. <gasps> I see it now. All anime of all times is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. Anytime wow. any anime gets the top spot... Full Metal Alchemist surges past or like the other thing drops. I think it's the other thing that drops, but yeah. Okay. Then I feel like I butchered the the um anime a little bit. Maybe I should go back and watch it again. Uh that was maybe... me in my old days when I didn't appreciate it as much, but um, <laughs> maybe I'll give it another go. Maybe if you've got the time. I mean you're it sounds like you're pretty like schedule packed at the moment with everything you've got. <laughs> And then you've yes. got One Punch Man as well, and you might end up loving that too. So, yeah. Oh, oh, we'll see about that. We'll shall see about <laughs> that. Because I'm not, you know me, like I don't usually watch things like Dragon Ball Z, which is seriously what I think it's going to turn out to be. But prove me wrong, One Punch Man. <laughs> I say this a lot in the podcast, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Surprised. Okay. Well, I look mm-hmm. forward to it. So we'll be back here again next week and uh, we'll talk about the bold guy that just punches monsters. Wapaj! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. That's it for today, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Johnny. Bye. Uh, just, no, the city itself. <laughs> just the city itself? <laughs> yeah. You've been? <laughs> <laughs>